Here at Beyond, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded today, the Wadjar people of the Noongar Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hey, welcome back to Beyond. Guess who it is? Donna Marie. Yes. Okay. Let me put you in the picture. I always like to put you in the picture on where I am. And I bet you you can't guess where I am today. Should I give you a hint? Ready? I don't know if this is going to come off too loud. <laughs> Hang on. Whoops. That's a horn. I'm in the car. <laughs> Why am I sitting in my car? So I've had many topics floating around my head this week with the podcast. And in my gut instinct, it hasn't felt right. So here we are. Very, very late. Well, I've still got two days to, get to launch my podcast because it comes out on a Wednesday, but I wanted to get it done today, which is Monday. So here I am in the car because Mike's just about to walk in the door. And when he walks in the door, there's kids everywhere, as in fur babies everywhere. It's loud and I really need to get this done. So I'm sitting in the car in the beautiful hills. I've driven out to the hills. I'm trying to get this done before it starts to rain, like really rain, how romantic, because then you're going to be able to hear all the raindrops. Okay, um, I want to talk about a couple of things today and I want to talk about something that I find really difficult to talk about and I know when I tell you the topic, you're going to be really surprised to hear that but I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it the best way I can. I'm going to talk a little bit about people that have passed away and for those that, are, that know me, know that I, and follow me on social media, know that I call them dead people. And I, I say that with the most utmost of love, because to me, they're not dead. It doesn't mean I don't grieve. It doesn't mean I don't grieve. Please know that I grieve, but they're not dead. Okay. A quick little story. When I was a, a little girl, I didn't grow up in this, you know, in this world of like, hey, you're a medium and you're a psychic. Not at all. But things used to happen to me, right? And mum told me later that I was third generation. And I remember saying to my mum, how do you be dead? You can't be dead. So you know how we have the chicken or the egg? I don't understand it. Okay. So medium, for those that don't know, just to rewind, for medium, medium is dead people. I'm a psychic medium. I'm intuitive. I connect with dead people. And I also have this this kind of like ability to read your, your, your energy, your soul and your humanness. So I'm able to put the puzzles together for you guys and I'm able to see what your blocks are and why and help you work through that. So I do kind of a lot really. So I'm like a little bit of a, like a, a, an x-ray machine that's able to see what's going on for you. Okay. So the reason why I find it so hard to talk about my, my dead people is because they're my work colleagues and they have been my work colleagues for like 25 years. They've been with me forever, but they've been work, my work colleagues and I really respect them and I really love them and they have done so much for me and I want to do them justice and I want to I wanna just be authentic about it and I can only bring it through, through to you what I have to say about my dead people through the Donna Marie way. I can't bring it through a science way. I wasn't trained through science. It was just in me, this gift. Okay. I feel funny calling it a gift. It is the most natural thing in the world for me to, to do is to connect with dead people. I've never been scared by a dead person in my life, let me tell you. So let's dive into 
how I see them. So I want to give you two parts here. I want to give you a part on like how I see them in a reading versus how I see them in my own life. So first of all, in a reading, sometimes I get the full figure. So sometimes I'll look at you over your shoulder and I'll go, wow, there's such and such or there's whatsoever, you know. They cannot give me the lotto numbers, right? They, I can't draw them in and control them, but I have a very good working agreement and arrangement with Spirit now. I kind of always had, but it's like they really trust me and they know kind of what my expectations are. Again, I can't control that, but my job as a medium is to bring through validation that they're that who I'm talking with. And they'll do that through many, many different things. The other thing I really like to do as well is I like to get them to give me things that you've been doing or you've had done since they've passed or you are currently doing that validates that they're around. Because one of the most common questions I get is, are they around me? And I will not say yes or no. I will try and bring, bring through that evidence. I think that's the only fair way to go about it. Okay. So, now, how I see them in a reading is sometimes it's full figure. Sometimes they're just in my head. Sometimes they're in my third eye. So I'm getting the visions in my third eye very quickly. And that's why I don't like to do photos. I, I prefer to read without any type of vision, right? I don't Like when people hand me photos, like I don't need a photograph because that might be robbing me of an opportunity to show, to express how, what they physically look like. And sometimes showing a photo, you can misrepresent, you can be misrepresented in the photograph because how many of us judge people by, a book by its cover? How many of us do that? Well, guilty is charged the same. So for me, I would, like my left brain can kind of go off when I see a photograph. So it's like, nah, I don't want to see anything. And that's how I read. Okay. And that's why I ha I'm so comfortable doing like Zoom and phone readings, which I've been doing for a very long time, because it's a lot more freeing to be able to do it that way. I'm less inclined to be invested in my client's reaction as well. Anyway, so when I'm, that's what I do. If you come to me for a mediumship reading, which is dead people, I'll get validation from them. It does, the three of us have to work together, sure. So there's me, you and the dead people. And sometimes even though people want dead people, they're not ready and, and, and they will just kind of shut down the energy of it or they'll have an expectation about it and they'll just shut it down. So we kind of lose the energy of it a little bit. When I'm talking with dead people in a reading, I just need yeses when there's a yes. So that's all I need. And if, you know, if they wore a hat, they wore a hat. Doesn't mean it mean if they didn't wore a hat when they, they passed away, but if they wore the hat, they wore a hat. Okay? If they like the color red, they like the color red. Okay? If they weren't wear, wearing red when they passed, that's fine. Or if they, you know, and sometimes they'll take me back to when they had a lot of joy in their life or when they weren't sick or when they have fond memories and they'll go way back. And a lot of us aren't ready for that because they feel like um, we think, oh, they're going to talk about current situations now. A lot of the time they want to go back and, and they're processing things over there in spirit world as well. So they're processing their stuff. I have lost count about the number of times dead people have said to me, I'm not dead. And I'm like, I know, baby, I know you're not. And this is why I am so invested in my career and my job with you guys to help you know that you have a spirit now and don't get over there and go, fuck, I had a spirit and I'm not dead and I didn't use my spirit on the physical to help me get through this crazy life thingy, okay? Now, in a reading, they can also bring through smell, right? So they can also bring through a smell. They make me feel things as well. 
And a lot of the time when they're validating, it's just flashes, flash, flash in my third eye. The third eye I'm talking about is the forehead. That's the in, that's the indigo where all our intuition's being held, the energy's being held there, right? So they'll do a lot of flashes for me, right? Sometimes I'll see the full figure through the third eye. Sometimes I'll just see and feel someone standing beside me now, right? It's all varies and differences. And, and what a lot of people say to me in their everyday life is like, my dead people aren't around me and it's like they are, but the expectation on, on what that is is very, very, very different to what, you know, the movies are showing us because in the movies they have to be pretty obvious for us to understand that they're talking to a dead person, okay? There's no language barrier. So when I'm talking to dead people who speak another language, there's no language barrier, but I'll, I'll be able to tell most of the because I'm speaking a soul language, but I will be able to tell if they spoke a different language. Okay, they really, 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 really want you to know that they love you. They really, really, really want you to know that they're with you. But they really, 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 really want you to live your own life. A lot of clients, and I can understand this, I can, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Sometimes clients are still living through them and they're like, what does my, my, my such and such want me to do? What is my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother? They want you to be happy. They want you to be happy. They want you to live your life on your terms. So they are holding space for you. Sorry, the, sorry for the word, but they're holding space for you, but they can't make, they can't change what you are meant to be going through, but they can certainly hold space for you. So the more you get to know you inside of your energy field, of your soul, your spirit, then you can line up with your, your dead people and feel that energy because it's the same anyway. Did you follow me on that one? So the dead people energy and the energy that you have inside of you, which is your spirit, is exactly the same of the dead people. And you, you understand? So you're not walking around with a dead person inside of you, but that's an energy outside and that energy is you, your spirit inside. And they can speak and talk together. All right? It's the language of the spirit. It's the language of the spirit. Okay? Now, in my everyday life, I notice like what they'll come through and say a lot too in your life is that they'll, they'll say to me, oh, they're in the car a lot with you because you're speeding or you're this or you're that or they, they, they come through in the car and they'll, or they'll come through to you, you know, random situations. And yes, signals are very much a part of Spirit's Connection songs. So you might get a sign, Grandpa, on the car and then you see grand, like on your car and you're thinking of Granddad. That's granddad. I promise you that. You might be thinking of a song that relates to them or relates to the grief of them. So when I lost my beautiful dad, Stacey Ann, there was a, that was in 1997 and there was a song by Puff Diddy, um, Missing You, <clears throat> and it's about Puff Diddy losing his, I think one of his closest friends, I think it was a car accident, don't quote me on it. Anyway, so Missing You, right? And there's a beautiful girl singer in this song as well, and it escapes me. Anyway, so that song would always play on the radio for me and my dad, and it would just make me cry. And so when I hear it now, it's not a very common song to hear now. I just know it's them. Now, a week ago, <laughs> and I often would just cry to that song because it's a release for me, and I can feel when I dance with them, it's release, right? And a week ago, when I was trying to decide on the topic, which I was going to do dead people, this song came on, and I'm like, oh, I've got to talk about dead people. And then my head's gone, no, I can't, because I don't, I'm just, they're my work colleagues, you know? I'm very, very protective of them, and I want to do right by them. But all I can do is share my experience on it. 
and know, let you know how much they love you and that there's so much love coming via them to me through you in a reading, which often gets felt. Even if we're on a Zoom call, even if we're on a phone call, it all comes through because it's energy and they love you so much and they're so, so proud of you. Some people that have kind of done wrong by us in spirit world have a moment over there when they're ready to have a look at their world and have a look at what they've done. And a lot of the time they do come through and they do make amends. Okay, and they're not necessarily thinking the same way over there. Some are a little bit stubborn, but they're not necessarily all thinking the same way. They don't have the head that goes da-da-da-da-da anymore, but they've, they've got this spirit that's been really, you know, impacted on their life that they've got to work through their stuff, you know? But there's, there's just, I just can't express it enough how much they love you and they're batting for you and they're cheering for you. And when you valid, when you bring them into your life, they don't want you to stop living. Like they, they want you to live life on your terms. But, you know, every now and again when you say hello or you put a, a plate at the table for them or you acknowledge them in a speech at a wedding or whatever, they love it. But they really want you to live life on your terms because they know how quick it can go and they, they are there to support you but they can't intervene. But they're holding you up when you can't hold yourself up. And sometimes they might give you a little bit of a nudge, not like necessarily like physical nudge. Don't freak out and go, oh my God, they're going to touch me. No. Well, they can, but you know, I don't want to freak you out. But sometimes they can go like without even me knowing, they'll go, oh, Donna Marie, look over there. And I haven't heard the word Donna Marie, look over there, look over there. And there's a, there's a message to something that I needed. So they can do that, but it's very, very subtle. Now, if they were to come out and how you wanted them to come out, you'd probably have a friggin' heart attack. If you just saw them standing there, you would probably die. Okay? They don't want to scare us. Some want to have a dream about them. Now, there's two things I want to say about that. The dreams can be quite beautiful but quite devastating at the same time. So I've had a dream about my mum coming to visit me. It wasn't a dream. It was an actual visitation. And I remember being in the dream with my mom, it's asleep with my mom, and I'm like, you're not dead, because we're at the footy or something, we both love the footy, right, and the minute I said that, the dream stopped, and then I woke up, and I held my friggin' eyes out, okay, so the minute we have that realization, um, can be quite devastating, so they don't always bring it through in a dream, however, intuition, and also dead people can come in, Uh oh, there's a truck coming, I hope this isn't loud, are they going to come and tow me? I think I'm safe. I'm safe. <laughs> Imagine if the car doesn't start. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, so they can come through, like, somebody will say, oh, you know, I dreamt about my, my grandmother for a bit, but then this happened, and they don't realise it's the grandmother. Sometimes they make the dream look weird to get the message through. And, and sometimes there's not a message. Sometimes when I say a message, they're just saying, I'm here with you. I love you. And sometimes people freak out and they go, I dreamt about my grandfather. I dreamt something's going to happen. What's going to happen? Not necessarily anything's going to happen. Sometimes things do, but they're not coming in there to freak us out. They're coming in there to say, I love you and I support you. We need to relax about that. And we need to relax and go, no matter what happens in my life, I can handle this. No matter what happens in my life, I can handle this. Okay. What else do I need to cover for you guys? My dead people, what do you want them to know? If you're getting a smell through in your car, that's dead people and it's not the ashtray of smoke. You don't even smoke. That's them. They love you so much. You might have a lot going on. They're just saying, I've got your back. 
you know, some are like loving the fact that you're overcoming things that they didn't get to do. And you might have had the same type of personality of them and they're helping you maintain your truth around that. Okay. One of the things I like to do as well is, and this is with the alive people and the dead people, is take what I learned from them, whether that be good or bad. Take what I learned. So my mom, yes, I have a lot of stuff to say about my mom, but she kept going. So I keep going. My dad kept going. My dad lived, lived her truth. So she keeps going, right? She kept going. Um, so it's like whatever, take that and celebrate that in your world. I know how much you love them. And the more you can take what, it, what inspired you most, the better. It's so good for your soul. It's so good for your spirit. It's really, really good. They do come through when you least expect it. So you might be out running or jogging or bath or shower or toilet. And all of a sudden you have a thought about them. That's them. It's, you know, that's them. And it's very, very random. Click again. That's them. <laughs> all right. I don't think I've done too bad considering how much this has taken me to do. What my belief is around crossing over this is just my belief is that when I cross over I don't even know that I'm dead I'm dead because there's not a, a head to tell me that I'm dead got it and the other thing I think is important to let you know is that a lot of the time like say if someone's passing of an illness or they've been murdered or something horrific like that I mean all death's horrific but sometimes they they get out of their body before they leave and go and I've seen this time and time again right so they're not necessarily suffering on what it looks like. They're leaving their body. I want to backpedal a little bit. I used to see dead people all the time as a kid. And then from memory, but I didn't know it was dead people. I used to have nightmares. I wasn't able to explain it, you know. And then going into, fast forward into my adult life. This is before I knew I was a psychic. And when I lost my dad, like I watched her. I didn't know I was a psychic. And I watched her leave her body. And I saw all the tribe come and get her. And I thought it was the most beautiful thing possible. But nobody else saw that. And I thought it was normal. And it is normal. And I'm like, isn't everyone else seeing this moment of this, you know, all these relatives coming to get my dad? And they didn't. And we had music playing and everything. So I saw that. It's just, just very natural to me and very loving. And one of the famous mediums, Alison DeBar, I think her, her surname is, sorry for Alison, I'm not saying that right. One of the best things I heard her say is the dead people aren't scary, it's the alive ones. Because Alison deals with murder cases, this, that and the other. And I actually agree with that. It's not the dead people that are scary, it's the alive ones. Okay. So, yeah, so I saw Dad cross over, leave her body. Um, if you're wondering why I'm calling Dad a, he, a she and you haven't seen my other podcast, Dad was a transgender, but I've put it on my other podcast to explain that beautiful story. I love talking about my dad, Stacey Ann. Hello, Stacey. Yeah, and often, like, they'll come to me and they've crossed over. Like, they've, they'll come to me. Like, I know certain friends have got family members that are crossing over and I'll go, okay, they're just about to cross over. I won't necessarily tell them, but I can see them and help them with that. Um, also animals, like I remember helping my husband's dog, Eddie, cross over. I spontaneously went, oh, he's gone. And then two seconds later, the vet goes, or three seconds later, oh, Eddie's just gone now, but he jumped out before. And I'll say, Eddie, jump out, Eddie, jump out, Eddie, jump out. And they jump out before the, the body actually shuts down. And I remember when, you know, watching when my mum was trying to cross over and she often, she would just leave her body heaps and was trying to, she was just trying to leave. And, and I didn't know this at the time, but she had, 
probably going to get the wording wrong on this, but she had this thing of like resuscitate. I think the word is resuscitate. And then I had to amend that to do not resuscitate because they kept say they kept putting that in. To, and she and the doctor said she had three days to live, and they kept you know, and I had to rectify that and go do not resuscitate because she was trying to go over and her body had shut down anyway and it was only going to be a matter of time but it would have been more horrendous for her. There'll probably have to be another podcast on this. I hope that helps a lot of people and brings comfort but do not doubt that they with you they are. They are. If you loved this podcast please tell the friggin world. Please follow me on Instagram at Donna Marie Psychic or Facebook on Donna Marie, M-A-R-E-E. Please tag me if you're loving this on Instagram. Share me in a story. Um, I do coaching. I do readings. I even do a bit of a coaching and a reading as well. Or if you just want an intuitive psychic reading with dead people, fine by me. I love you all so much. You are doing amazing. You are doing amazing. Until next time, bye. I'm waving and it's not raining. And I'm going to try and start my car now. Bye.